as we hit new levels of growth, many of us start to experience a common growth conundrum. You know that there is a next level, there's a next evolution, you know you're being pulled towards something new, but the fear is getting in the way. Stay tuned. We are going to unpack something many of us have experienced, but maybe didn't have the tools or the support to navigate. And that is letting go what we know and what we're good at as we're growing into this next evolution of our work. Welcome to the Next Level Influence Show. I'm Melanie Benson. I am host of the Amplify Your Success podcast. And I'm Samantha Riley, host of the Influence by Design podcast. This is our weekly show for experts and business leaders who are influencing people's decisions to make a greater impact and shatter their revenue goals in the process. What got you here won't get you there. It's time to uncover the micro shifts required to take your income, influence and impact to the next level. I'm Melanie Benson. And I'm Samantha Riley, and this is our weekly show for experts and business leaders who are influencing people's decisions to make a greater impact and shatter their revenue goals in the process. Welcome to the Next Level Influence Show. Now let's get started. Now this is a topic, Melanie, that is one of my most favorite topics for people who really want to go to the next level. And it is one of my favorite topics because it's something that many, many years ago, one of my suppliers from my days of when I owned my dance store helped me to understand that mm. what got you here won't get you there. And you need to surrender to allow the next level to come in. And surrendering is a very fearful, I guess, thing to allow ourselves to step into because we don't know what's going to happen. And if we've already reached a certain level of success, we know everything that's happening, but we need to, we need to almost surrender and let go of that to be able to go into the next level. Mm. Yeah. I've been in this myself. <laughs> I think the way we know maybe that this is emerging for us is there's a sense of stuckness. Mm -hmm. And so I was just thinking about the different people who I know are in this right now. There's a stuckness of burnout. The thing they've been doing is burning them out because they're out of alignment somehow, or there's like something pulling at them to go to the next level. Sometimes there's a stuckness of like, I'm just holding on, right? I'm so attached to this yeah. thing because it makes me money. I know how to do this. I feel comfortable here. And as uh, Gay Hendricks talks about in The Big Leap, like you're being pulled into your genius zone and you have no idea what's going to happen there. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there's other signs of being stuck, but I think that stuck energy is really confusing for people, Sam, because yeah. they don't really know what to do with it. I love that you said that because I think a lot of people think the stuck energy is, I don't know what to do. And essentially that is what the stuck energy is, but understand that that stuck energy is just your, I guess, your, you know, your green flag to mm. start to surrender, to go to the next level. <laughs> it's the, uh, okay, action <laughs> or maybe not action, right? You got to let go. Yeah. Because when you're in that, and, and also I think the more you resist that, that stuckness that's emerging and you don't, surrender into it and let go. I think the stuckness can become like resistance, which could then end up 
becoming things stop working. I call it the spiritual two by four. Okay. So like, I don't, this doesn't feel aligned. You're like, okay, go away, go away. Don't bother me. Like I got this thing. It's working. And then you still don't pay attention. And the spiritual two by four goes whack. Let me make it all go away. So you pay attention, right? Yeah. I just got a little woo there, but you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Awesome. The very first time, I guess I noticed you and I have been in business for a very long time. The very first time I came up against this was I was in a traditional business. I was in a bricks and mortar business. I had at this stage two little ones and I was going in and spending sort of the nine to five every day in the store. And I'd been doing this for a few years and I was getting very burnt out because I didn't ever take any time out at all. And we'd hired new people to give me time out in the business. And, you know, we had a roster for our staff and there was days where I didn't have to show up. And I still used to go into the store on my day off to make sure everyone knew what was happening. Of course they knew what was happening, but I was stuck in this, they need me, I need to go in. And it wasn't until I surrendered and said, you know what, I'm not going to go in today. And it felt awful, you know, and I was like, twitching and I was uncomfortable and my hands were sweating like what happens if it you know burns to the ground and all these ridiculous stories like ridiculous stories it wasn't until that point that we were able to massively grow because I needed to take time out of the business to not just you know have some self-care look after myself but also the space to think what needs to happen what can Mm. I do differently what do we need to do And once I started doing this, we took our business to a million dollars very, very quickly. Hmm, Interesting. I do have my own story of being stuck. I've actually felt that many times over the years. What I discovered the first time was that I was very attached to keeping things working the way they were because I found it challenging to be flexible and nimble and adaptable and kind of navigate all this new stuff. And it felt like, oh my gosh, every time I have to create something new, I feel like I lost my groove. So for me, I was getting these little seeds of knowledge. I was getting these seeds of inspiration and getting these seeds of like, this is not the end of the story. This is not the business you're supposed to have. And I didn't pay attention. And I got that spiritual two by four and it (laughs) whacked me. And that was in the form of the 2009 credit freeze. And yeah, I had an opportunity to practice the art of surrender and trusting to the unknown because I didn't heed that call when it first came. And I waited until everything really got shook up and I had to, out of necessity, reinvent and recalibrate and reemerge as a stronger, better, more clear and more aligned version of my work. Mm -hmm. So I think that stuckness takes on a lot of different forms, but that what needs to come next is, you know, like being willing to take, like you said, take that step back and say, okay. I don't even have to know what it looks like right now, but I'm recognizing I had to let go of what I know. Mm -hmm. I had to let go of my attachment to it staying the same and let this new thing emerge because there's something I'm supposed to become or there's there's a new way my work is supposed to be experienced. And that's where freedom comes from. That's where 
more alignment comes from. And I love your story that you hit a million dollars because you allowed your work to be, you know, transformed into the work you do now. Mm. And like you, there's many, many other stories and I'm not going to share them all today, but it is a constant, it's, I think it's a constant phase. So you and I talked about, or we've come up with like distinct phases and Mm -hmm. they're cyclical. So it's not just you go phase one, phase two, phase three. I believe that it just continues around in a cycle. So that first phase is, you know, I'm being stuck. I'm really attached to that thing I know. The second stage that you and I just talked about was that surrender and trust of the unknown. And then the third phase is just knowing what's the next step. What's just the next step? Because we're not going to understand or know what the whole thing looks like because it morphs and changes as we step into that. Or we need to get information from other people or, you know, we need the data to be able to take the next step. So many different things. Yeah, I love that. That one step at a time is really hard for some personalities, if you notice that. (laughs) So people are like, I need the whole picture. Like, well, guess what? You're not going to get that right now. You just get to know what you do next. Yeah. You had a really good metaphor for this. I think it's from Raiders of the Lost Star. You were talking about Harrison Ford. And I think that, can you just share that story that you shared with me earlier? Because I think this is just the perfect metaphor to understand how this all all plays out. So, you know, I think there is a moment when we realize, okay, I don't get to know what the whole path looks like, but I have to trust that it will be revealed as I need it. And I was just remembering the scene in Raiders of the Lost Ark where Harrison Ford's character is like glued against this huge rock wall. And there's just this big chasm in front of him of nothingness. And he's got to get over there. And the bad guys are chasing him. We don't have the bad guys chasing us, but we have this bad energy that's emerging for us. Yeah. And the trick is to trust that if we take the next step forward, the bridge will emerge. And so for us as entrepreneurs, we don't get to know what the whole path looks like, which is comforting to most of us. Okay, if I know the path that I'm supposed to take, I feel comfortable taking action. When we're in this being evolved and we have to let go of something we know to make room for the thing that's emerging, we don't get to know. Mm. We don't get the path revealed. We have to trust, take the next step, and then the next part of the path is revealed. And I don't know about you, Sam, but that can be terrifying when we can't see the big picture. Mm. And it's scary because like, well, what if I take the wrong step? This is how it works. This Mm -hmm. is how we evolve. And we also have that rapid course correction opportunity because we're like, okay, I'm taking the next step. Then I get to decide what I'm going to say yes to next. Mm. Just on a little side note there, you did say we're afraid of taking the wrong step. I'm a firm believer that we never take the wrong step. And the faster that we can understand this, that by doing something that may not seem like it's correct, and I'll put that in air quotes, gives us the learning to be able to change up what we're doing. And that there is absolutely no way as an entrepreneur that we can't get from A to B without something going wrong. It's just part of par for the course. Yep. I love that you brought that into the conversation. So you know, we're talking about something that might feel a little esoteric, right? Some people are like, okay, yeah, (laughs) it is. (laughs) We've gone into the woo side of our brains today. I'm just kind of curious, 
when you have been in a place where you felt like I got to let go of what I know, mm-hmm. is there a way you, it's like, I almost feel like there's a way your brain goes, this is the thing I got to do next. This is my time to let go. Mm-hmm. How do you get there in your mind when you know it's time to let go? Is there a practical thing you do? Is there a process that helps you access this? So I know when it's happening, when I've got this feeling of, of just sheer frustration and mm. it still astounds me that I can sit here after almost 30 years in business and say it's still every time it takes a little bit to go, oh, that's what's happening here. After I've banged my head against a wall for sometimes it may be a week, sometimes it may be a few months, like, you know, I'm human. We all have those same times. But once I've realized, oh, this is where I'm at, it's time for next level, that's when I really feel into what do I need this time. So it may be things like I have an abundance meditation that I listen to and when I hit these stuck points, I always listen to this abundance meditation for at least 30 days in a row because I want to make sure that my fear isn't holding me back. So I want to make sure that I've ticked that box. I may get things like energy healings so I can really feel into or let go of what's holding me back. I may do simple physical things like move more because we actually store emotions in our body. So maybe I'll train more or do yoga more or get some, you know, myofascial release or a massage. But the number one thing I do, depending on which of these modalities I take, is I always get really clear on where am I going? What's this big vision? And when I start with my big vision, it's never things like, ah, oh, I want to earn this amount of money or, you know, I want to have this many staff. It's always, what do I want my life to feel like? And what do I now need to create to get there? So then mm-hmm. I can reverse engineer the steps so that I just know what that next step is. So I guess to wrap up what I've just said is number one, I need to acknowledge that I'm holding myself back because that's what we're doing. So it's the acknowledgement phase. Number two, what modalities am I going to bring in this time to be able to move through these phase? And number three, who do I need to be to get to that thing of where I'm going? Mm, I'm so glad you brought the being piece in. Cause that's what I know every time is, is the thing I have to drop into. It's like, as I, I do the same thing, I go out into the future. It's like, uh, and I'm like, really like, what does it need to feel like when mm-hmm. I'm there? I don't always have to know what the thing is, but it's like, what do I want it to feel like? And then what, if I was the person who already had that in my life right now, what would I be? Mm-hmm. What would I already be being right? Like what would be the beingness that would make that like an energetic equivalent? So I'm always dancing with that. And like, and then I'll get into like, what would somebody be doing that would make that manifest already happen? Mm. You know, as Finney's were talking, Sam, you know, we have like a million examples, I'm sure, but I'm actually going through this with my bonus son right now. Oh, And it's such a beautiful metaphor of what we're talking about. And just the, the very short version of this. He was one of the kids that got caught up in the COVID school debacles where his college wasn't letting admissions in for two years, right? And so this is the year that he's finally able to transfer into college. The college is for your college, but he didn't get the one he wanted. Mm. Okay. So, and this is a kid that gets very attached to things. 
So we've been working this very process. He's felt very stuck and deflated by, I know how to do the thing I imagined. I don't know how to do the thing of moving away to go to college. So he's having to surrender. And the one practice we have together that, because I'm walking through a lot of this with him because I've been through college and moving away to college is we don't have to know all the things, but what do we need to do? What's the one tiny thing we can do today to move towards being ready? Mm. And so it's the micro movements that have allowed him to get more, you know, like to get unattached and to surrender. Because I think sometimes people see this big thing of like, oh my God, there's this huge mountain I got to climb. And it's like, okay, well, we're not going to climb the whole mountain in a day. What's the one tiny thing you're going to do today to get prepared and to become resilient and to become confident and courageous and capable of climbing that mountain? And then just do that. I love that. I love the micro step. I really, really like that. If we're thinking about climbing Mount Everest, which is a huge thing, we need to have the right boots to climb that. And maybe just purchasing the right boots is all you need to take that next step to getting to the top of the mountain. Mm-hmm. I love this so much, Melanie. Mm, me too. You know, and I think the bottom line is like, if you're feeling this, just knowing like everybody who's accomplished anything extraordinary goes through these phases of being pulled to something greater, being pulled into that next level, being like feeling like there's something that you have no idea how to get to, but every fiber of your being is saying, I'm not where I'm supposed to be right now. And to trust that, trust that there is something unknown pulling at you and be willing to let go of what you know. Like I loved earlier how you said, like, I let go, I take a step back and I create some space. Mm-hmm. Because when we're you know, hoofing it and on the treadmill, what we do is we are reinforcing the patterns of stuck energy, keeping what we have. And one of the best ways to unlock that stuck energy is to create some space and change the patterns of what you do Mm -hmm. so that your norm is not holding you in place anymore. And what is wanting to emerge can become more clear. Totally. I can't remember who said this and you might remember, but there's a quote, all the magic happens in the pause. And I think that 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 if you're feeling stuck, then just continuing to do the same thing over and over and over is keeping you there. So there's power in the pause. Just stop for a moment and see what happens, see what emerges. I love that. Such a great quote. So Is there anything else about how you drop into feeling empowered to move forward? Or do you feel like we've covered how you do it and what you do? Oh, actually, I know what it is. We were talking about as we were thinking about this episode, the different strategies for different modes of growth. Because when we, I've talked about this with my clients in the past, they're like, but wait, you say have a plan, be prepared. Now Mm -hmm. you're saying don't have a plan, right? So So just to kind of minimize some confusion around this, I think it's really important to recognize there are different modes of growth. And when you have absolute clarity about what you're going, you create a plan and you work the plan. But when you're in this, I'm being pulled into the unknown and I'm letting go of everything I know and feel attached to, then you're not going to have a plan. That's when you just take the next step. Anything you want to add to that, Sam? 
No, I think you said that perfectly because I know that there are at some times my clients have said, but you said, yes, <laughs> we do have different things yes. happen at different times. I'm guessing that Richard Branson and the way he runs his company is quite different and is at a different stage to where we are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, he sets the vision and then he has people that exactly. go make it happen, right? Exactly. But <laughs> Which is a whole other episode. <laughs> right at day one, we all have the ability to get there. So it's understanding that things happen and they happen differently at different stages. Sam, do you have a resource that will help people activate this process in their life right now? Totally. So my million dollar plan is a worksheet to help you get clear on the nine key growth areas to create more income, influence and impact. And what I love about this resource is exactly what we were talking about before, helps you to get really clear on what it is that you want to create. How do you want your life to feel so that, that you're able to then go back and say, well, what do I need to put in place? And even helps you to understand who do I need to bring on the journey with me at this time to create this? So you can get a copy of that at samanthariley.global forward slash plan. And Melanie, okay. I know you always have some amazing resources to share. What are you going to share with us today? Well, I've actually shared this on a previous episode, but I think it's super relevant. You know, the framework, once you have some clarity about where you're going, the seven step framework I teach is what I've used to grow my business over and over and over again over since basically since 2000. And it's what I use when I want to pump things up another six or seven figures. So it's like, okay, I'm ready to inject more cash flow by leveraging other people's audiences. So you can get a copy of my seven-step framework to add another six figures to your business at amplifywithmelanie.com. Perfect. So if you've loved today's conversation as much as we have Please stay connected with us. Follow both myself and Melanie on this platform that you're watching this on. We do these episodes or this Next Level Influence show bi-weekly and we don't want you to miss out on these conversations. And tag a friend who you might think may benefit from the conversation that we've had today. And we'd love you to tell us what you've learned today, what dropped in for you, what are your aha moments. I know that we are not the only two people that have had these little glitches that kind of slow us down, let's say that, in our tracks every now and again. So let's keep this conversation open. Melanie, thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Sam, for hosting another awesome episode. Thanks so much. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level Influence. Before you go, would you subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player? We'd love to know what your greatest takeaway was from today's episode. Take a screenshot of the show and share with us on social and be sure to tag us too so we can connect. Tune in next week for another Next Level Influence episode. Uh -huh.